So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. As you probably know, I'm your host Javier. If you're new to this podcast, welcome to this show. If you're an ongoing listener, I mean obviously welcome to the show, but thank you for your support and thank you for um, taking the time to listen to this podcast. If it wasn't for you, I would not be doing this podcast, okay? So I, I really appreciate you taking the time. So what I want to cover today is really the importance of segmenting your segmenting and um, getting really smart with your with your data. And so you really got to track your data in, in a lot of different ways. And, and I'm going to give you some examples. So um, this past month, um, I had a meeting with a very large company. Uh, I'm going to leave their name out for the meantime because. I don't want I don't I don't want uh, I don't want them I don't want things to get out to them about what I consider them not doing right and wrong. So you might put it together if you've been an ongoing listener and you listen to all my podcast episodes. You'd be like, hmm, I wonder who he's talking about. Go find another episode. You might hear me bring up that company name. But I, I, what I want to do is I want to cover you know, stats and metrics and then how to divide your numbers around and, and how this helps your facility and property management company and that sort of stuff. So, so, so here's the, th- here's what I want to get to is that you, all, everything that comes into your, your company, you should be somehow tracking that in some way, shape or form, and then also tracking them in some way, shape or form in the pipeline format. And also kind of like seeing like what that costs you um, and then you can start making future projections off of that stuff. And then the other part where you want to start tracking is you want to start tracking more of like some other metrics of like, not just what it costs you, but you know, what has that generated you? Um, just all, all this stuff. So, and, and this is all coming up with what I'm currently working on right now in our company. Like we're in the part where we're literally six weeks away from the end of the year and we're, we're trying to squeeze out every penny that we can for these next six weeks. And let's be honest, like if, if you haven't been working on this since July, you're probably not going to get anything out of it today. Okay. So you're like, well, we, we can, we can grow by a million dollars. We have a strategy for it. I mean, if you can do that in six weeks and it was, and it was, you know, planned and it wasn't planned for good for you. Um, so where I'm coming from is that you want to kind of take these next six weeks and kind of start mapping out a few things for 2023 um, so that you're kind of ahead of the game a little bit. And so I will be taking some time to actually do this and figure out like, how do we want to grow this even more so? Because right now we grew our business, we're, we're pacing at growing our business at three, uh, three and a half X from last year. And then next year we're looking at doing that by like another, you know, another three or four X, you know, next year. And, 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 and that's, and that's, and the thing is, is that in order to do that, you have to know your numbers really, really well. You have to know what channels are delivering you the best leads. Um, you know, you have to know that like, Hey, these types of leads, 
um, are great, but you don't make as a, 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 you know as much revenue and and from these leads than you do from these other leads, and then you got to know like okay, so if I'm you know investing in this channel, if I put another say two thousand dollars, it's gonna you know kick out another X amount of leads, which we know that is gonna give us you know X amount of revenue in the near future and 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 you know thirty days, sixty days, ninety days, etc. And so you have to be really good with your numbers, and and as a marketing leader. If you want to be successful, it's not like, you know, how fancy and amazing your campaign was or how cool your email was or anything like that. It has nothing to do with that. And has a hundred percent to do is how you're tracking numbers and how you're breaking numbers around so that you can be like, huh, this is very interesting. So this is where this is where it all kind of stemmed from. We had a big meeting on Monday with a big company, and you know, we started sharing some data about kind of like what we you know what we've been doing and stuff like that and this data basically we shared that our customer acquisition cost was like 340 dollars or something like that we got it down that by that much when two and a half years ago it was like 1800 dollars, maybe even more probably closer to two thousand dollars okay so it was cost it was it was basically uh, not costing that it was like the entire project was funded by the company versus like making any kind of profits. And so that number has dropped like the customer acquisition cost for for us, like, you know, has gone from like, say, $2,000 down to like $1,000, which is now down to like $350 or something like that. Okay. And so and I don't remember the exact numbers, but that's kind of what it is. And so, you know, when we were showing these numbers, we then said, you know, are these numbers like, what do you guys think of these numbers? And they're like, we don't track that. And I'm like, excuse me, we don't track those numbers. Interesting. So what, what do you guys track then? What, you know, to determine success, we look at MQL, marketing qualified lead. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yes. And they go, what do you do with that? Then we pass on that lead to like a field rep who then qualifies that. And then that field rep passes it on to, you know, a, a certain region or part of the country. And then they end up taking that business. So we pass on the lead to them. I'm like, huh? And then I'm like, so how do you know how much that closes? And we don't know. Interesting. So you literally are just you consider marketing qualified lead as a metric that you're proud of. And really, and let me be honest here, you can, you, you can increase your marketing qualified lead very easily. If you want more leads, this is all you gotta do, spend more money on ads. That's it. All you gotta do is spend more money on ads and you can, can, you can fill up that, that engine, that pipeline with a ton of leads. If that's how you want to measure the success of marketing, and if you're like, well, more leads means we make more money. Okay, I used to think that as well too, and it's not always the case, but you know, whatever. Um, but in the B2B space, MQL should not be a metric that you're tracking. It should be like pipeline, it should be sales qualified opportunities. I mean, it should be, really it should be revenue, but you know, what I'm trying to say is that you're trying to move the goals that you're tracking closer to revenue. Well, this company doesn't track revenue the way that we were tracking it or customer acquisition costs the way we track it because they don't see how much that, that lead generated 
they don't go back to the customer that they pass on the lead to and say, hey, how much did that close for? And then they can say, hey, that was kind of cool. We spent X dollars and that closed for X, you know, X amount of revenue. That's amazing. Um, good job. They are just like, hey, we spent X dollars and that generated X amount of leads. That's good. And so the other part is that they really aren't, there's not a strategy in how to drive traffic to these pages to generate those leads. And they're saying that they're doing paid acquisition, but I'm like, I don't think you are. And they say, well, you're not a target audience. I go, I understand that, but like I've visited your website several times and I've clicked on so many different things and I don't get retargeted. Oh, we, well, we've removed that strategy. Why would you remove retargeting? Retargeting strategies are critical because that gets people back into the pipeline of like, yeah, I should probably take a look at this again. Okay, like, like that doesn't make any sense. And so anyways, we started kind of showing some other metrics and they're like, yeah, we don't care about those metrics either. And so what it came down to is, is that we are, we, we get so granular with our numbers cause we capture so much information and we work these numbers certain ways. And I'm like, I wonder if we pull this lever and then what happens with this? Oh, that's interesting. The more we do this thing, we get more of this thing. You know, or the more we pull this lever, we get more of this thing. That's really cool. So then it led us to a meeting that we had on Tuesday with our leadership team. And we were kind of talking and I've had this thought going through my head for the past few weeks. And I'm like, you know, you know, I was, I was creating a blended, um, a blended number that was SQO to customer that, that, that journey, like what that number was. And it was like 27% roughly. Our SQO to customer is at 27%. And that's not bad. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty good. This month, it's currently pacing at like 54%. And you're like, wait, wait a second. So SQO stands for sales qualified opportunity. So 27, let's just say it's 25%. So for every 100 SQOs, 100 contacts that make it to an SQO status, we're converting 25 of those people into actual closed business, okay? So that's good, right? Great. And so with that, what we're trying to kind of figure out here is, is, is like, okay, what if we removed a certain segment of the leads that we're getting that, that we don't close a whole bunch and they don't generate a ton of revenue for us and they're not like really a driver. And so what we started thinking about was like, hey, let's remove personalization type leads that yeah, we close, but it's, 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 it's a, such a low rate. And then it started getting, and we started tracking more like commercial only leads, so B2B leads for us. And now you might be thinking like, well, we, we take all B2B leads. Hear me out here. Maybe you're a facility management company and you make more money on FM companies that are retail based versus restaurant. You can service both, but you just tend to make more money for the retail side of the business than you do for the restaurant side of the business. And the reason that you make more money is because you don't have to deal with like fryers and other shit that's inside of a restaurant. All you gotta deal with on a retail side is like RTUs and you know, some basic stuff and it's like, it's very simple. All right, you hear me, you, you hear me here? And so like where I'm coming from is, is that, um, 
you probably take in a ton of these different customers, but then there's probably one audience that makes you more money than another audience. Or you can be even by region, like, hey, this region of the country makes us more money versus this region of the company or region of the country. And so you want to start segmenting your audience on what generates you more revenue, what gets you more leads, which ones, which are the ones that get you lower cost per lead, which are the ones that is, is, is more expensive? How are these finding you? Like, and start segmenting this data. And then you start kind of massaging it and you start fi figuring it out and thinking about it. And you're like, huh, this is really interesting. So that led me to this is that right now, this month, we're pacing at a 54% close rate um, for SQO to customer. So that's kind of absurd when we've been pacing at 27% on a blended, okay? And it's probably closer to 30 or 35% unblended, all right? So where I, what I wanna share here is, is that you, you need to start tracking your numbers and get really creative on how you track your numbers and see where you're getting more money in different areas of your segmentation and, and, and where can you grow? Because what's gonna happen here is that once you figure that out, I had a previous episode about like increasing your ad budget month over month and that sort of stuff based off of like you increasing just the budget in general and also based off of gross revenue for a percentage of mark, um, um, a percentage of whatever has been generated. You do those strategies and all of a sudden what's happening is, is that <clears throat> you are increasing the amount that your company's making and you're bringing in more quality leads and you're closing more business, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you can get even more efficient when you find out that you're bringing in, you know, this amount of leads um, from this channel. And these are better from like this area of the country or these types of facility managers that focus only on retail um, are, get, are less headaches and make us more money and it's more profitable. And like we have a higher gross margin and then all this other stuff. When you start doing that, then all of a sudden like it becomes where you're pulling levers at different instances and then something else happens. Oh, this worked. Oh, this did this. Oh, this did that. Oh, that's really cool. And you just keep doing that. What happens from there is that it becomes like, I'm not gonna say like a video game, but it just becomes interesting. It becomes where you are, you're, you're, you're projecting and you're predicting the future of what you're, you're predicting the future of what you're going to be generating in revenue and you're, you're creating your path. And a lot of companies can't do this. I mean, right now we're spending X dollars per month and we know what it's getting us. And these past three months, since we made this transition to focusing more on Facebook ads, we are getting more customers in the door than we've ever had. And it's because we're getting more business leads than we've ever had before in the past. And now all of a sudden, like, shit's working. And it took us, you know, to get to this point, took us almost four months to write the ship, this completely different direction. It's literally, we were going one direction and I started doing some data analysis. I'm like, we need to switch course. And we're like, and just turned it around. And, now we're it, 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 there were some growing pains where like 
you know, my, my boss wasn't too happy with what we were doing and some things and like, you know, we need to fix this, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you know, now like things are kind of firing and, you know, we're talking with our sales team, like our, our, our SVP revenue. I'm like, dude, like we've had the three best months in a row and the AEs are making more sales than ever before. Like we're doing a good job. And, um, and, and, and they all agree. They're like, yeah, we're crushing it. And so now what we're, we're at next is, is like, Hey, how many more leads does the, does the AE team need? in order for us to hit like a certain number or metric. And so, you know, like if, and so what I want to do is like say, if, if they need all of them, need like another hundred leads, that means that we need to get, you know, another 500 leads per month that are all commercial based. And so if I need to get another 500 leads per month and that's going to cost me X dollars per month that I have to put into this Facebook engine, but I know it's going to get me another X amount and I know we're going to close another X amount. Does that make sense? And so that's what I'm trying to share here is that when you start breaking your numbers up a little bit more and you start getting a little bit more granular, you start seeing strategies that you can start pulling. And then you can start taking budget in certain areas and say, hey, this has generated us a lot more revenue. We didn't expect this. I wanna try this new thing over here. I'm gonna take a percentage from what we've been generating and apply towards this strategy. Maybe the strategy is like, you know, getting better on organic search. Maybe the strategy is investing more on organic social, whatever that is. And so we're, we're, I just want to share here is, is that there are a lot of plays on how to get smarter and strategic with your, with your marketing strategies, but you have to track numbers and you have to like bust out that spreadsheet and you have to start breaking things down. You have to start looking in the areas that are making you money and areas that are not. And you know, and which ones give you the less headaches and which ones are easier to sell, which ones close quicker, which ones take longer to close, like, and break things down more so to where you can start allocating budget. And so that in 2023 and moving forward, you can say, Hey, X amount of dollars is going to go towards paid acquisition. X amount of dollars is going to go to, is going to go towards organic social. X amount of dollars is going to go towards organic search. And so we're going to be putting these into here and any kind of profits that we make from like, say paid acquisition, we're going to take a percentage and apply it to this because it's going to, you know, keep, you know, putting stuff into the future and, and, and all those things. And so the smarter you get with that, the better you are going to be able to make better decisions for your company. And so, that is very like, it's pretty high level shit that I'm kind of sharing, but you do that and you stay on path on this thing for six to 12 months and you ride it out, you should see success. Okay. You should see success in this strategy and it will work. You just got to put the time into it, you know? And so you're like, well, Javier, you haven't done it all yet. I know, but. I, I'm, I'm already seeing data that I'm like, huh, I, I'm pretty positive. I just, if I just keep doing this, this, and this, we'll be able to increase this. Now I'm gonna give you a caveat on all of this. If you're marketing in LinkedIn or on Google or on Facebook or TikTok, and you're like, well, my people aren't on those channels. They probably are. You just got to figure out how to find them. But if, if you're gonna be marketing these channels, you can't just throw a whole bunch of money at some of these things and be like, it's not working. Their strategy and how you on-ramp this uh, on this this entire thing, and so if you're not familiar how to do it, 
hire an agency or go in there and you actually learn how to do it and take the time to learn it. Find a course and just figure it out. Okay, so like for me, for for efficiency's sake, you know, I I I don't we don't handle that stuff internally. I tell our agency, hey, these campaigns are doing great. We're getting these kinds of leads. We're closing at this, you know, amount. We're getting our RO, our RO, our ROAS at this. We need to start getting more strategic and increase budget here. We need to cut these campaigns or or drop budget in these because they are not doing anything for us. We need to be doing this, this, and this. Like, we need to be moving things around and optimizing certain pieces of the puzzle. You do those things, it starts helping quite a bit. All right, so. Uh, three things today in my podcast. Number one, please take the time to um, review this podcast on either Spotify and or Apple Podcasts. If you're in the other channel, uh, other platforms, no offense or anything like that, like stick with them. But if you could just jump on one of those other platforms, download it really quick and just give us a review. That would be super duper awesome. Number two, share this podcast with somebody else. DM them, send them a, um, send them a text message or something. And number three, connect with me on LinkedIn because... That's how this podcast grows. This is how the information is going to get out there. Um, and so like, my goal is to grow this industry, to get people to be smarter with their marketing strategies. And I love talking marketing and, and geeking out and all this stuff. So if you can do those three things, that'd be great. Other than that, I'll talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list it's no big deal it's not going to hurt my feelings this is more for facility managers i'm sorry facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing all right guys thanks a lot and have a great one